Welcome back, fellow podcasters. It's time for another episode of Jeff Fry, an American conservative. You know, it's been kind of an amusing week these last seven days, because as we turn on the television for local news, we see poll after poll after poll showing how totally underwater President Biden and his administration is with the American people. And it doesn't really matter what issue they're talking about. And I think the amusement part of this is that to have to watch press secretary and the president himself defending it without ever having to address the actual issue itself, their head is definitely in a hole somewhere because they're not aligning anything to do with what the people are concerned with. When we talk about inflation at 9.1%, which just came out, and that same inflation has cost the average American loss of income $6,800 since this president has taken the reins as president, and yet this guy sits there still and calls it the Putin bump? Putin bump? Please. There is no other civilized country that is experiencing the kinds of inflation that we're having here. And when you think about it, how can Biden be polling so horribly? I mean, to the point where, where we have over 90%, 97% actually, of those that were polled under the age of 30 who said they would never vote for Biden again. We've got 70% of the country, both Republicans, Independents, and Democrats, who said they would never put Biden back in office again. And yet, 18 months ago, wasn't this the heralded prince of the adult back in the room and how we were going to unify the country? He allegedly got more votes than any American running for president in the history of our country. And in 18 short months, he's now considered by, by many to be the worst president that we've ever had. 18 months into it. How can this happen? Well, I'd like to take a few minutes and go through some thoughts as to how this uh, happened, and none of which will be a total surprise to anyone out there listening. And I'll admit that I was inspired with some of my research with a uh, Abilene reporter named Dan Cummings, as well as part of SMNBC Online News. And of course, good old common sense, Fox News, Newsmax. So why don't we start off by saying that the American public is realizing that Joe Biden was placed into office under the adage of a big lie. Now, wasn't he supposed to be the most conservative of those Democratic candidates? Rule from the center, so to speak? Unite the American people? This has hardly taken place, has it? He has done one executive order after another, doing as much of the Green Deal as he could. And yet, interestingly, 
the really super progressive liberals don't think that he's doing enough. They don't think it's enough that he has shut down and become an enemy of fossil fuel here in the United States. And yet, it's okay to go to foreign countries, our enemies, most of them, and beg them to give us more oil when we have tons of it here. And we have the ability to refine it here if we would just be able to modernize that. But we don't. We have a president who's gone extremely left and is reimagining, that's their term by the way, reimagining how the United States can look cloaked in a socialist democrat environment. The big lie. And yet, he then even threw the vice president, because historically she would be a, the first black woman, but she was, she was the most liberal of all of the 50 senators at the time. And I've been watching part two of the Who is Hunter Biden on Fox Nation. And I encourage everyone to watch both of those, ep well, it's a two-part series so far. You want to find out how corrupt this president is? <laughs> this man and his family, we're talking about the president now. Forget Hunter Biden. Yeah, he was the front man, the bag man, whatever you want to call him. Monies were going to the Biden family, including the big guy, Joe Biden. And all of it, absolutely all of it, took place while he was vice president and continues to take place while he's president. Why we don't have a grand jury on a national scale putting these guys in jail, I, I don't know. The evidence is so freaking overwhelming it's ridiculous. I don't care whether it's monies from China, Ukraine, Russia. He schmoozed up with billionaires in Mexico. Thank God we've uncovered that laptop from hell. It, sh it shows and tells an awful lot. And my theory is, I suppose, as it has been for a long time, is that after these midterms are over, Assuming the Republicans come back in and get control of the House and hopefully the Senate as well, that little time period between November and January, watch out now. That is when they're going to get rid of Joe Biden, and the Democrats will turn on him on a freaking dime. They don't have to go any further than the laptop from hell. You watch. It's going to come. How about how is he doing on that foreign policy we're talking about? Remember how well he did getting us out of uh, Afghanistan? It's been almost a year now. We don't talk about that at all. And when I say we, that's that totally corrupt Democrat arm called major media. Main Street Media, they're not reporting anything about that. We don't know a thing about what's going on in Afghanistan or the hundreds of Americans that might still be there or how the women over there are now being treated. We know nothing. The only thing we know is that we see the arms, part of that 80-some billion dollars worth of weaponry that we left over there. We see that on the international marketplace being sold. And, of course, everybody knows at this point that Afghanistan rebels, the Taliban, are the largest arms seller to the rest of the world in the world. Isn't that nice? They, they can't possibly use all those weapons we left. Mm -mm. 
And we're talking about renegotiating with Iran and the nuclear program? Are you kidding me? Did you know that Biden was now selling drone airplanes to Russia? That's good. I'm glad they're working together because it's only going to be a matter of time till they get that weaponry and that first missile is going to go to Israel. God knows, hell will break out. And now we're on the bend your knees apology tour that Biden is on, trying to beg our, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, our enemies, uh, so to speak, for more oil. Come on, Venezuela. Come on, Saudi Arabia. You can drill. I guess you can drill cleaner than we can. And when we do it, we, we affect the, uh, the world, the global warming of the world. But when they do it, it's dirty, but it must be better than what we can do. We don't have to go too far to see the immigration policy that Biden and his progressive liberals have thrown upon us. After all, we're getting two to three million new illegal immigrants a year coming up through that southern border. And yet somehow, Kamala Harris, the border czar, is saying that Governor Abbott of Texas is a flamethrower, inciting more problems down there? Are you kidding me? And how would she know? Has she ever been to the border? I mean, literally to the border. You would think the border czar would do that. No, it's clear that the administration policy here is to let as many people coming in as possible. And yet, interestingly enough, did we see a, one of those polls recently about the uh, Latino community? Yeah, it appears they're uh, down to about 30 to 35 percent in favor of Biden. Now, that's always been an extremely stronghold to them. And now they're down around 30, 35 percent. The black support lowering, although still well above 50 percent. And how about our Buttigieg, who has gone on record as alienating those over 65 as not being able to be competent enough to fly airplanes and we just need to sit back in our rocking chairs, I suppose, and let the young, the young progressives take over this country. So let me see. We lost the Latinos. We're losing the black. The suburban housewife, we're alienating because of the critical race theory. The over 65 crowd. Who on earth are the Democrats kidding when they think they have a chance of moving this agenda forward? Don't forget the crime, because that lawlessness or the inability for these progressive attorney generals that we have, including Garland, our attorney general of the country, where is he on some of these things? The Supreme Court justices, what, what are we doing by not giving them the protection and dispersing these crowds, mostly peaceful, they say, in front of these judges' houses? Doesn't anybody respect what's written in law which prohibits the intimidation of these judges and the, the illegalness about it, of protesting and in front of their homes? Not a single arrest, but woe be. A group goes there and, and gets a little bit out of control there at the White House on one particular day, with no weapons, by the way, and, and they're in solitary confinement in basically the American version of Guantanamo Bay, waiting to, to be represented, even though most of them haven't been charged yet. 
Now, the biggest reason that there's been a tremendous drop in the polls for the Biden administration is comes right out of the playbook of Obama when he was there. And it makes sense because, after all, Biden was with him for eight years. And, and this is by making sure that everyone else is to blame except Biden and his administration themselves. We talked about Vladimir Putin being it's his fault that we have to pay more at the gas pumps. We talk about the supply chain backups. Well, that's a problem because, remember, Biden did such a good job bringing our economy back that the consumerism, they call it, the people were just buying so much, there's just no way you could get out from the supply chain backups. One thing this president has not done was taken responsibility for anything on his own. He's been there over a year and a half. It's his. Uh, when you take about the vaccine or COVID, whatever. When he took over office, we were coming out of, out of uh, shutdown. So, of course, no wonder his jobs market popped back up because America was just reopening. But let's face it, he was handed three vaccines. And he did a pretty good job getting people's arms and all that. But you know what we found out? The vaccines were somehow we can try to figure out that they may have saved lives. But what they're not doing is keeping people from getting the COVID. COVID's a virus. The cold's a virus. The flu's a virus. There's a lot of viruses out there. And let's face it, we've never gotten rid of a virus yet. We have to learn to live with the viruses. So that's what we need to be doing. Not going back to things like mask mandates and things to that effect. No. You know what? They're not working. They're not working. People that wear masks, people that get vaccines and all that, they still get COVID. I think it's time, America, and it's coming up. We need to get out there for this midterm election. Now, I know we've already started voting for the primaries and things. And right now, the press is very particular on saying how there's very little interest in this primary. Actually, they're not calling it a primary. They're calling it the election. They're not doing this by accident. They're doing this to try to discourage people from wanting to get out there and vote. But we're not going to do it. No, American patriots, and most of us are patriots, at least if you go by the polls, 70% of us are patriots. We're getting out there. We're going to do the best we can. We, we are law-abiding people. We believe that the ballot box has a, re has a meaning, and we're going to do it that way. We're going to go there, we're going to throw some of these liberal, progressive Democrats out on their butts, stop all this damage happening from this pinheaded president of ours, and we're going to make him a lame duck president until we can get back to law and order with a new president in 2024. And it doesn't matter whether it's going to be President Trump coming back and legitimately getting where he should have been right now, or, or another candidate. It doesn't matter. Law and order, America first. This is where America's going, and we don't want to be taught that crap our children in, in schools, and we want to be able to walk our streets of our cities again without worrying about some guy beating us up or robbing us and then being on the street an hour later. Man, we've got some turning around to do, and we're tired of it, and we're sick of it, and this is what's going up. And guys, when you're listening to me out here today, I want you to make sure that not only you, but everybody that you know around you, they need to vote. And God love them. If they feel that the Democrats are taking us in the right direction, <laughs> I guess they need to vote too. But please, if any election, we're trying to say vote American 
Don't vote R or D. Vote American. See what candidates are up there and what they're supporting. If they're supporting Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, and this Democrat machine, uh-uh. That is not the right vote. Well, enough for one day. I didn't tell you anything new today, but uh, just feel better getting it off my chest. I want to thank you for listening to me and continuing to listen to me as we've gone over 100,000 listens since I've started my podcast. This is my 55th one. I'll be back again. Again, take care. I am Jeff Rye, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.